You're listening to episode number 354 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. All right. There's there's an obvious way to answer this, and then there's there's the potential honest way to answer this. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you rather lose all your money and valuables or all the pictures that you've ever taken? Pictures. Uh, pictures. You'd, you'd rather lose all the pictures you've ever taken? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like... like we're, the nostalgic way to say would be like, no, I want to keep all my pictures. But I'm like, I remember those things. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not quite as concerned anymore. Well, about and if if you lose all your money and your possessions, are you still going to have the photos? And then if so, where are you going to keep them? Because that you're homeless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That's, yeah. That's, you know. So that's the flip side of that. But um, no, I'd rather. I mean, granted, the longer it goes, and this isn't just age, but the longer you get from something, the memory gets fuzzier or or changes. So I I get that, but, um, I I still, I, I need my comforts. I I need to be able to live comfortably and, and I'll keep my happy memories in my head instead of having photos. (laughs) I mean, think about it. We've got photo albums that we have not opened and I can't even tell you how long. So yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I'd lose the photos. I agree. I got nothing else to add. That was, that was spot on. Thank you. I guess with that, then we'll start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The U.S. has twice as many slot machines as there are ATMs. We got that from my good buddy at 360 Vegas Tony per the show Casino Secrets on the Discovery Channel. You said that was on Discovery Channel Plus? Well, yes. So uh, I don't know how or why, but for whatever reason, um, Verizon Wireless keeps giving us some really nice uh, six month offers as these new platforms come online. So uh, we got six months of uh, the Disney, the Disney channel, the Disney app for free. So we signed up for that and watched Hamilton over and over and over and over and over. Um, and, uh, and then when that expired was right about the time that Discovery Plus came online and uh, wire, uh, Verizon Wireless said, hey, if you're so in, inclined, we're going to we're offering six months free for that. So I signed up for that. And uh, I did a I just did a search. They have a real nice search menu because I didn't appreciate just how many channels this corporation owns. Yeah, I mean, they own, you know, HGTV and the cooking channel, not cooking channel, but uh, uh, Food, Food Network, Network and yeah. And, and then this other particular um, discovery channel. So when you do a search, it pulls up and I did a, a search of the word Vegas and it pulled up all sorts of shows that have ever been done in Vegas um, that are owned by the discovery channel. We watched one where they did a uh, uh, like a haunted house. They being it was the, the, the property brothers guys um, as well as mm. uh, Duff, the, the baker dude. Yeah. Um, and then one of the Maoris, I think Tia Maori, um, they had to put together a haunted house at the link and then people would come through and they had to vote on whether which haunted house with which baked treats were like the scariest right there was that one. Really? Um, 
they've got some, uh, you know, they've got worst cooks or not worst cooks, but the one that uh, Anne Burrell did for the the chef that's no longer at Bugsy and Meyer. Oh, at, the at Vegas Google. Chef Showdown or something. Yep, yep, yeah, that's on there. There's just there's a number of shows that are Vegas themed, and one of them is an old school, and by old school I mean like 2011, I think somewhere around there, uh, a show called casino secrets and i'm like well let's just see what's going on and it's it it harkened back to what i call the good old days where it seemed like in the very early 2000s you couldn't turn on the discovery channel or any other right documentary type show without there being a, a vegas documentary on um and that's where i got it from I, I i actually paused it and rewound it to make sure that i could hear it that i heard truly what they said and indeed there are twice as many slot machines as there are atms in the united states and i thought Oh, that seems apropos. <laughs> <laughs> well, something's got to fund those ATMs, so you might as well drop the money in the slot machines, right? right? Exactly. We're getting there. Wireless is coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. and I appreciate, you know, you, Tony, you've been posting out about a lot of things you've been watching. I watched, and Mark had seen this before, and if he told me about it, I forgot, but I watched, um, was it called Vegas Law, which is the story about um, Oscar Goodman? Uh, oh, the one that where he argues with Yablansky. Well, he, he argues with the FBI guy that, yeah, that recorded yeah. it. Joseph Yablansky. Yeah, they fucking hate each other. I mean, yeah. it was fascinating. But then, yeah, when you got to that end section, I mean, just the whole thing was fascinating. But the end, when they meet in the middle of the desert on the side of a deserted right. highway, just start going after each other. I'm like, I can't believe they're airing this. Yeah. Well, and it's ah. funny because you can tell Joe thinks that he's kidding to start. Yeah. You know, and then quickly realize, like, no, this guy's coming right at me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it's... It was fascinating. So yeah. thank you for that. And I know there was another one that you posted as a documentary and I could not find it. I was looking back through your tweets and I can't remember what it was, but I want to track that one down too. So hmm. I think that was it. She's becoming a student. I'm so proud of her. I know, well, right? I hate to say After that. 11 years of doing the <laughs> podcast, it's finally taken an interest. <laughs> well, it's one of those things, no offense, that like literally there's nothing on TV that's mm. worth watching. Right. Um, although I do... I do like some of the old game shows that they're bringing back with the exception. On Amazon? No, 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 no. On network TV. So oh. like they've got, um, obviously they have the, the new version of match game that has been out for a little while, but they started doing, um, gosh, no, of course I can't think of them except for the one that I was disappointed in, which was name that tune. Mm -hmm. I used to love that show as a kid. I hate the new version. Yeah. So, uh, Amazon, has uh, has been releasing old school game shows. So my wife and I have been watching um, over lunch the old uh, Press Your Luck with oh, yes. Peter Markin. Yep. Yeah. Love that one. We've been watching that. Well, it's see, that's just, a new one. Press so Your Luck, they've got a new version of that out too. So Press Your right, Luck, Card Sharks. Banks, I believe, is, yeah. is hosting it. Yep. Yep. So. so there you go. It's uh, I, but in part of it too is, and Karen, I think we're showing our ages here with our, our, <laughs> our, our interest in these things, but it harkens me back to my childhood mm -hmm. and the coolest thing ever would be sick as a kid in elementary school during the, the, the middle eighties, because you would watch oh, hard yeah. sharks and then classic concentration and then press your luck. All and the game then, shows. Um, right. Uh, what's up? Um, Oh my gosh, how embarrassing. The Price is Right. I mean, right? That was the best reason to be sick was you had an excuse to stay home to watch Price is Right. <laughs> right. You want to know what the crazy thing is? And I heard this the Don't other day and it. I can't believe it. Oh. Drew Carey has been hosting <gasps> The Price is Right now for 10 years. Oh, it's... Oh, That's it's insane. It's only 10? I think it's more than that. I think it's 15. Is it 15? Hold on. Let me do a say on Google that. search. Trust with 10. Whatever it was, the number I was like, maybe it was. Shit, maybe it is 15. Time. Okay, either. Yeah, 15 is even longer. I, whatever. Well, I heard it the other day and I was like, I it's been it was that like long? 20. No, he hasn't been on for 20. It Since might be 2000s, according to the Wikipedia Prices Right page, so I might have just written this myself before uh, we recorded. Uh, it says since 2007, Drew Carey has hosted the program. 2007, so mm -hmm. so, so you're looking at 13, 13, 14 years. years, yeah, 13, 14 years, yeah, or what will be 14 years this year? Yeah, that's it's. That just it, seems it, crazy well, to me. It's been that long. I remember when he had his own TV show. I remember when he started hosting The Price is Right, and I'm like, this is weird. Right. Yeah, like, this isn't going to work. No, this isn't no going to work. No one's going to want to watch this guy. No, he's, he's <laughs> not. I mean, he had Bob Barker for all those years. He can't replace Bob Barker, right. and it's a whole different thing now. Yeah, so, sorry, tangents galore. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. We should, we should definitely move on because this is well worth our time to talk about the Twit Pick of the Week. 
The warm glow of electrified gas lighting up the skyline. Fremont Street, unfettered by her canopy, during a time before everything changed. It would last another two years before the mint was absorbed by Binion's horseshoe, consolidating the color palette on display and eliminating an, a signage icon. Once again, Atsuma Corp knows how to stoke the fires of emotion and fond memories shared and fond memories sharing a time long lost but affectionately recalled. Karen, jump in there. I I, I don't know that I, I have much more to say. It seems like a lot of the twit picks recently have been Fremont sands the canopy. So I, I, I thought it, and there's no I'm not team Tony on this. I'm not like, <laughs> tear it down, tear it down. This isn't some conspiracy. I just, I, uh, I, I, when in inspiration hits, I write them and sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a cool picture and it, it, it is a very different look. I, I've said this every time. It's a very different look than what we have today that I never got to see. So yeah. yep. Tony, your thoughts. Let me guess you love so, it. I- I, of course I love it. Um, and of course I'm going to love it without railing, um, about how much I hate the canopy, but, but let me just ask you this. Is it at least a, a, a true statement? Can we all at least agree that even if the canopy were, um, we're still, oh, let me rephrase it. It doesn't look like Fremont street doesn't look like this right now. I would true. love if Fremont street looked like this, even with the canopy, there is so much yeah. neon jammed into this sh- relatively short area of Fremont Street in this picture. I wish Fremont was this bright right now. There's a I almost have to wonder how warm would it have been just from the heat from the <laughs> lights to well, have they, stood in that general vicinity. Well, Even, supposedly I they mean, don't produce heat or at least neon doesn't. All right, don't drop your science. <laughs> <laughs> but my thought is, it does. Is it possible that it doesn't look like this today? Because if the canopy were there, you wouldn't see half of this anyway. So I again, I, I just I, I guess part of I, again, I, damn it, I'm sorry, I'm starting to fall into the yeah. Here comes the railing, railing yep. against yep. the canopy. <laughs> I think the reason why we don't see Fremont Street looking like it in 2021, like it does in this particular picture, is because of the canopy. I have a feeling that places like these casinos say they wouldn't be able to see it anyway. So why go to all of the effort to uh, to make this much beautiful neon? Now, if somebody were to come back and say, hey, Tony, Based on how high the canopy is and how relatively short this these signs are, this would all be underneath the canopy. Then I will then I will stand aside, and that's why I'm not railing against the canopy this time around. <laughs> it's just it, I, I wish downtown looked like this. This to me, this picture is what I think Fremont should look like. You want to get if you think yeah. that the canopy is the reason why people are coming downtown in 2021, make Fremont Street look like this picture, and I think you will get people to come down. And it, and, it, and it won't be because of the canopy. But okay, there you go. <laughs> as always, we will link to this photo on our blog, featured on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. First off, Tell us about the Pinball Hall of Fame and what's going on there. Completion of the new Pinball Hall of Fame on the Strip has stalled. At about 96% completion, the project ran out of money due to the economic impact on business. They've attempted to sell off some pinball machines to fund the remainder of the project. However, it is still expected to cost $200,000 to complete. To that end, they've set up a GoFundMe page looking to raise the additional capital. For those of you interested, we will have a link to the GoFundMe page on the blog. I think I might contribute. To I that. think we should. That, that was. I, I think I. 
I haven't even been, but you guys have talked it up so highly that I feel like they're like it feels like they're right there, like they can see well, yeah, the end zone. If they're ninety six, one yard. Wait, did line. you just say? Did you just say see the end zone and one yard line? Like you're talking <laughs> sports ball here, Tony. What happened? <laughs> they they can see the end zone. It's like they're at the free throw line, and all they have to do is get <laughs> no, the clock. You were right, right the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I hope, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think we should all contribute a couple of bucks. All all of our collective monies can get them uh, over the line. Yeah, yeah. That that sounds like though it's a to do for you the next time you're out here is we need to get you over there since, since you haven't been. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the fact that they're so close. If it's like 96 percent complete, they're so close to the finish line, and without a doubt, you know, with the whole pandemic, all that other crap has had an impact. But oh, they got to get that new one open because I can't imagine how it's got to be doubly expensive to have their old location open and working on building the new one. So now he's got two properties. Only one of them is earning him money right now. Right. Yeah. We got to do what we can to try to get them over the edge on this. Oh, this will be fun to talk about. We've got a 360 Vegas vacation 10 update. We are sold out of premium events. Uh, general admission uh, to all the other events that we're hosting is available now to all ahead of schedule since Patreon took care of all the premium events. <laughs> also, very happy to announce another member of the family that will be featured at the 360 Vegas Family Meet and Greet Monday, September 21st at 6 p.m. is our old friend at the Better Life Podcast. Yay! They will join five other featured players in Las Vegas Gal, Vital Vegas, Tipping the Odds podcast, and the Guest List podcast. Additionally, we are considering a change in plans for Tuesday if demand calls for it. Uh, If enough people tell us that they would attend a second 360 Vegas Cocktails event, we will add a second one to Tuesday's itinerary. Just let us know via social media. Just tag us at 360Vegas, or you can even send an email at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Oh Lord! Can our liver handle handle two days of that? <laughs> two nights of it, yeah. It's so, um, you know, Mark. I, I guess I got to be a little careful here on how much I I say or or at least proffer. But I can I'll I'll share this much. I've had a couple of folks reach out to me saying that they want the and and their Patreon nonetheless. Uh, no less who have said, you know, I was, I was a week behind, uh, listening to the podcast. By the time I knew it was open, I went in, uh, and, and the specifically the, the cocktail event was already closed out. Do you plan on doing another one? And that's when I reached out to Mark and said, dude, if this is sold out with just the Patreon folk, uh, you know, what do we do about folks who may not be patron, but are still going to be able to be out for this event and might want to try something like this. Uh, so that's when Mark said, well, let's figure out what kind of demand there is. So if you think you might be coming out, folks, if you think you're going to be there, you think you would be interested, as Mark said, drop them a note either on Twitter or send them an email, let them know, because we're going to start a list and we need to. And frankly, Mark, I, I may be speaking out of turn here, but I'm going to say we're going to likely use the list that Mark Gabe, because again, we're going to have to keep it to the 12 people just to keep right. it, you know, doable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but based on we've already got two people signed up. So if even seven or eight or nine more people email uh, Mark, it's likely going to happen. But if 15 or 16 or 17 people email Mark, uh, it's just it's going to be on a first come first serve basis. So get your get your information into Mark so we can get you down. Yep. Oh, Lord. Um, that just has me a little worried. I'm happy. I love that the, the demand is there. I'm a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I'll tell you why. Part of the reason why I have to wonder if this is as popular as it is um, is because we're trying cocktails instead of just a straight whiskey event, right? Like, yeah. are there folks who say, you know, I don't know that my palate necessarily is sophisticated enough for a $175 bottle of bourbon. Why, you know, I don't know that I want to spend $65 on on sipping um, a bourbon that's not going to taste any different to me than, say, Jim Beam. And I, and I mean, no offense to, to Jim Beam, but I'm just, you know, I, I respect that, that mindset. That, that would be me but, in that group. <laughs> sure. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Yeah, totally cool. I get that. With cocktails, though, um, it's it's an you know it's it's a bit of a different beast, and for folks who enjoy cocktails, I there there it's just a whole new ev- avenue form. I can tell you, folks, and you probably with minimal uh, stretching of the imagination, 
can figure out what at least one of the four is going to be. And if you really know Tony, you're going to know what two of the four are. Two of them are uh, uh, drinks that for Patreon folk, you have access to it as a video. You're going to, you'll be like, oh, okay, okay. I'm familiar with this one. The other two, not at all. These, I am specifically saving two of the four cocktails to be exclusively for the, the, the cocktail event, right? So although we will likely do video of it and make it available to Patreon subscribers after the event, you have no idea this is a brand new drink. I've never talked about it before and I can't wait. I promise you're going to love it. So I've belabored that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another, oh gosh, another ex extreme benefit of being a Patreon member is this uh, great consolidation of Las Vegas. Yeah, we had the uh, the culmination of 10 years worth of work in the Evolution of Vegas series was completed with the uh, the podcast that we put out last week, The Great Consolidation of Las Vegas. For those of you interested, there is actually a linear narrative to them all. They can be listed, they can be listened to in the following order. The El Rancho, Billy Wilkerson and the Flamingo, How the Mafia Came to Vegas, E. Perry Thomas, Howard Hughes, Bill Bennett and Circus Circus, Luxor, Steve Wynn, Kurt Kerkorian, and then lastly, The Great Consolidation. Or if you just go to the Patreon page, they have them sorted under the Evolution of Vegas series. I don't think it's in the exact order. I think one of them's out, but all 10 of them are in there. I'm so excited for you. I know how much work you put into that, and the, it seems like the response you've been getting so far is, has been very appreciative of the work you put into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, yeah, I got it. It's it's so worth the time to listen. And, and frankly, there have been many times I've re-listened to it. It's 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 interesting how sometimes um, you can hear the same thing. It's like a, it's like sometimes your favorite movie, right? You'll watch your favorite movie for the umpteenth time, and and there's still <laughs> something that catches you. There's a, there's a line that you never heard, or you know, it's just all of a sudden the way the the actor delivers it for that time really connects for you, or you see a shot that you never really noticed before. I, a lot of these um, I had the opportunity to listen to while I would be in the car. And so now that I'm homebound, uh, I'm re-listening to them again. And it's you, you just you catch something that you didn't quite hear or it didn't register for you the first time through. It's it's fun to go back and, and re-listen to them. There's always yeah, something I think they've new got in there great that, that I, I'm like, oh, how did I not catch roll. that the first time through yeah. or second time through? Or third, or third time through. <laughs> or third time through, yeah. Uh, all right. We've got some news here with the Las Vegas Sands has got themselves a new CEO. Yes, Rob Goldstein has been named the new CEO of Las Vegas Sands in the wake of founder Sheldon Adelson's death related to complications from treatment of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Rob has previously stepped in in an interim base when Sheldon has had to take a leave of absence for said treatment. In his first earnings call, he told analysts that they were exploring entering the sports betting and iGaming market something Adelson previously spent millions of dollars discouraging concerned over its security, specifically to kids. <laughs> that sounds like a, an older gentleman who didn't quite understand technology <laughs> right. and what it could do. So, yeah. That's not what people are cracking into their iPhones for so they can make right. sports. They're, they're cracking into <laughs> so they can figure out how to, you know, buy gems on whatever game they've downloaded and have mom right. and daddy pay for exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, great. You know, I, uh, I, I gotta say, I think Sheldon was wrong all along with, with online gaming. I, I don't think he was terribly interested in it. And so instead, and this is just, this is just Tony Snyder ramblings, but I think that yeah. instead of trying to wrap his arms around it and embrace it, he just came up with, it. he found a, a a straw man to say, Oh, children. And, and uh, no way. I think this is smart. I, frankly, I think, for them not to be in this uh, area yeah. is is dereliction of duty. I, I agree with you. I think um, uh, this not only signals that uh, uh, they're they're moving into those markets that they've been far behind on, but I think it also signals that they're they're kind of off the market. I mean, I think if if the if the right deal comes along, of course, still, but this seems to me they're they're actually moving forward as a company. You mean off the market as far as the properties are no longer for sale? Right. Oh, I don't know about that. 
I'm, I'm not saying if the perfect deal doesn't come along, they don't they don't take it. But this to me shows strong leadership towards actually running the company. Yeah, which I mean, he was very actively involved with. I mean, obviously it was Sheldon's company, right? And everybody knows that. But um, I, you know, he was involved given Sheldon's health in recent years and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the company continues to move. I actually had a friend ask me today. He's like, so what, what's the word now that, you know, now that Adelson's passed? And I was like, well, I don't know. It's going to change that much. Right. And it was funny because he, this friend of mine actually asked me, he's like, can I, and I don't want to get political, but what he asked me was, can I go back and stay at Venetian Palazzo? Because now he's no longer there donating to um, mm. various political campaigns. Yeah. And it was funny because I, I explained to him, like we talked about last week, what Sheldon Adelson did with the employees and how he paid them through this whole thing, which he didn't know. And he was like, okay, you got to give me a reason to not hate the guy, don't you? And I was like, <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's, it's always more complex than you think. So no, I mean, I'm not surprised at, at the CEO announcement, but it'll be interesting to see, to kind of watch the company and how it evolves. And then finally, there are new Rio owners. Yeah, Dreamscape, the new owners of the Rio, received early approval from Nevada gaming regulators this week. They purchased Rio from Caesars in 2019 for $516 million, and part of that deal included at least a two-year operational agreement with Caesars, which means that Dreamscape can date... What? Take over as early as... That's funny. That is I was like, funny. I, I date over. Oh, they can. Well, I like that. <laughs> yes, yes, they can take right. over <laughs> as early as 2022. So, so this ap- approval that they got is for them to have a gaming license, right? Which they didn't have before, which is part of the reason why there was an operational agreement back with Caesars, right? Okay, got it. So, Mark, does this mean then that Rio is now no longer a part of the? Caesars Entertainment Corporation or 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 not yet. I mean, I get, let me put it this way. Not that I give a shit, but if I wanted to stay comped at Rio sometime, is that still a part of the the corporation? Uh, the I'm not I'm not sure if it, if it's still I mean, we'd have to check the app now. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I know. Sure. It, I, I mean, at least it, it was my understanding yeah. that they were staying within the family, but. I mean, at least for the two years. I would think that they'd, they'd really want to because they don't have their own player base and, and all of that. I mean, they if they can't tap into the Caesars rewards players, they're going to have a really hard time attracting people there. Right. I'll tell you, for folks who say that I'm a bit of a fanboy for um, Caesars Entertainment Corporation, I although I say guilty as charged, I'll tell you, I think the easiest place for you to start getting yourself on the uh, on the Caesars Entertainment radar is at Rio. And the reason being, because it's off strip, they're very, very liberal with their comp policy. So my advice would be take advantage of a couple of nights at Rio, uh, do some gambling so that you can get a little bit more established on the Caesars entertainment radar. And that's going to transfer over then to the strip casinos. So when Rio, if, and when Rio is jettisoned from the Caesars corporation, you've, you've, you know, you've made your bones, so to speak with Caesars entertainment and they will want to pull you in and start giving you offers at at least Harris, uh, Harris Flamingo Bally's in the link. Right. Right. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it for news. Why don't we move into prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, uh, Tony starts to sound like Peter Brady saying it's time for change when he's uh, having a few drinks. So how can you tell where Tony's BAC is? He sounds like Peter Brady. (laughs) Vital Vegas is reporting that CSI, the experience attraction at MGM Grand has closed. There is no official confirmation. However, the attraction has been removed. I'm sorry. There is no official confirmation. However, the attraction has been removed from MGM's website. Oh, that's a pretty good sign. Right. (laughs) NJGamblingSites.com is reporting that the former Trump Plaza Casino in Atlantic City is scheduled for implosion February 17th at 9 a.m. The city is already in discussions with Icon about developing the real estate. I'm sure they are. Anytime anybody wants to destroy anything, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Let's build, build. Yeah. Well, it's got to be better than what was there. Yeah. 
Eater Vegas is reporting that the first major convention, World of Concrete, has been scheduled to take place in Vegas June 8th to, 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 mm-hmm. June 8th through the 10th. I don't know why I was so excited to get to the 10th. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the day you've got tickets for, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, he's going to the concrete con- right? Uh, yeah. World of Concrete so conference. That's an, that's an FHE I just can't wait for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. Guys, guys, <laughs> there was this giant concrete. Uh, oh, did you guys oh, Did you guys ever do? Oh, what the hell is that? This would have been great, too, if I wouldn't have screwed it up there is a drink called the cement mixer did you guys oh. ever do a cement mixer in your uh youth not not that i'm aware of. i'm familiar with it i have no idea barely. what it is yeah so mm. apparently what it what this particular drink is and i i've never done it i've i've very good friends of mine who have been like tony don't <laughs> you're supposed to put Irish cream, an ounce and a half of Irish cream in your mouth and, and, and keep it in your mouth and Ew. you add a half ounce of lime juice in your mouth and then Ew. you shake your mouth up real hard like a cement mixer and it cur- the, the lime juice oh, curdles, curdles it. No, the Irish cream. do that? <laughs> and number one, if you shake your head real hard, you're going to get a headache anyway. And never mind. Right? Then you got that. You can, you then you got to swallow the curdled crap. Yes, and then you. Yes, and then you, and so they say it's like drinking um, uh, cottage cheese. Oh, I know, right? None of that sounds appealing at all. With this I know, stuff. right? You know who it is? Drunken frat boys. Oh, right. oh, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm confident. But there you go. So I'm sorry. You, we, you were in the middle of your world of concrete. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> uh, in the past, that convention has drawn 60,000 plus. It's, it's starting to come back. You know? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Speaking of uh, coming back, the Las Vegas Convention Center, they're going to open up uh, as a host clinic for second doses of the COVID vaccine starting on February 2nd. That is awesome really like the place that's been hurt the most convention centers are literally like the thing that's going to bring them back i think that's the coolest metaphor (laughs) ever no no word on if they're going to open any of the like restaurants or anything in there to to support the people that are coming in for the shot but it at least gives them a nice big staging area yep chicago the band is performing at the venetian september 7th hold on September 15th, 17th, and 18th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at an undisclosed amount. I, I think I was, I might have even been overly excited to report like, oh my God, an artist. I know, a band is coming back. Someone's coming. There's a live band that we know of. Well, and September is certainly a, a seems to be a safe date to be, you know, to be yeah. scheduled. Let's hope forward. June is. <laughs> Let's hope June is. I know. I that's, that's been my biggest, like, as we're getting, I know we're not closer. We're still five months out, but it was just like, oh, please, please, five months, please right. let this be good. Right. I mean, people can come to Vegas. That's fine. But it's more about, you know, the 25% restrictions and all that other stuff being lifted. So, yeah. Eater Vegas reports that Brera Ostera will take over the space formerly home to Sixth and Mill Restaurante, Pizzeria, and Bar in the Venetian Grand Canal shops. They expect to open in mid-February. Do you guys hit up much, if anything, of the Grand Canal shops? Nope. Not really. Restaurants is about it. Well, okay. and, and actually not in the Grand Canal shops. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time we were at the Venetian or Palazzo. Okay. Vital Vegas reports that Gaming Today magazine has been sold to i15 Media and as a result, will cease publishing the print version after 45 years. The move to an all-digital format will begin after the final Super Bowl edition of the print magazine on February 10th. Kind of makes me sad. Yeah, I don't know why. Will. I mean, we don't we don't get it, and we, yeah, t- we I don't very, get gaming today. No, and I very rarely read magazines, but I don't know. It just <laughs> makes me sad. You're sad to lose a magazine you didn't it, know it, yeah. existed, right? Well, I knew it existed. I just never read it. Slot Machine YouTuber Brian Christopher is partnering with Plaza to create a themed area of the slot floor comprised of some of his favorite machines. The area is named Brian Christopher Slots at Plaza. 
It's just cool that there's apparently a market for this and somebody's serving it. Yeah, I don't know anything about this guy, so I, I have no comment. Yeah, I think he's one of those people that play slot machines while other people watch him play slot machines. Which I don't understand. So I'm, I'm not the target audience on this, if that's the case. <laughs> it's it's certainly interesting to me that there's... Um, I, listen, God loved Jonathan Jossel in the plaza for embracing oh, this yeah. new media and, and saying here's this individual who's doing something um, that people are really into. Let's bring them in here and, and, and give this a try. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how well, how successful this is. And how often um, Brian Christopher will be making appearances there. Cause I think that's sure. the other thing is, is drawing could be, yeah. some of his watchers in. Yep. Right. Yep. Particularly if it's well, and, and that's probably where they're going with it. They'll probably have events where, um, you know, you can g- gamble along with them like it's a, a, a prize pool, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's cer- certainly so, or you can just watch them play. So today, tonight, I'm going to play hundred dollar slots. And when you and I, I read a little bit of, of, of what was going on online. Uh, it sounds like he got to handpick the different types of slots that he wanted in there. And, uh, you know, they, they looked like the typical penny, uh, you know, penny seven real slot type games. I'm thinking things like Cleopatra and Buffalo, uh, right. the, the Buffalo game and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, if he's, if he's playing even at a dollar level, well, you can easily play 50 credits on those types of slot machines. That's big money. I, th- that may be fun just to watch somebody play mm. that. It must be why he's got, I guess, a half million viewers on his YouTube channel, according to the article I read. Wow. So, Good for him. That's that's. Could you imagine in, in your wildest dreams that this thing called YouTube would eventually come online and you would play slots like videotape it, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you'd have a half million people watching that you've now got your own name right. in a casino. That's just it's good pretty for cool. Him. Good for yep. him. That's, yeah. Yep. He's living the dream. Vital Vegas reports that the Caesars Reward app now has a feature that will help you find your room in a Caesars Entertainment property that you're staying at. Directions are based on the room's location elevators from the front desk. The only one I think I would need that in is Caesars itself. Caesars is obviously the worst one. Right. Yeah. Flamingo can get a little confusing. Yeah, a little bit. Um, oh, I guess it didn't occur to me that it's good for all of the properties. Well, that's right. what he said. Yeah. No, no, I, I thank you. <laughs> I get it. It just, it when I... When when Vital Vegas in particular tweeted about it, I think it was him. He, you know, he jokingly put "Your room is here. Your room is here. Your room is here" as a as a little drop uh, pin. And I thought, you know what? When when I'm at Caesars, sometimes I literally need my wife to hold my hand. Oh yeah, the actual Caesars Palace. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, the worst. So the so I just naturally assumed that that was where it was because everybody figured. To hell with that casino floor. You're going to need a, a way to get back there, and we've made it for you. But all of them, that's cool. Hey, listen, I, listen, I'm not too proud to admit there have been times I've been so intoxicated at Bally's. Hey, right. <laughs> you know, and you were thankful you had, a, you had a babysitter there to get you back where you needed to go. Exactly right. Uh, Eater Vegas reports that Godiva plans to close or sell all of its 128 store locations. Vegas has three on the strip as well as one at Venetian and one over at the fashion show mall. Well, they have, they have three in the strip that includes those two. So, okay. So interesting. That's my so bad. I, I forgot to this? put the third one in there. Uh, okay. Then as long as you say that, I'm going yeah, to move on. Yeah. The third one, <laughs> the third one's at like one of the outlet malls, which isn't something we typically report on, but. I was going to this time, and then clearly I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like, well, he mentioned Venetian, and he mentioned Fashion Show Mall, but he's saying there's three on the strip, so hmm, maybe they've got five out and about. <laughs> no, that was that, that's favorite. one of the things we should clarify before the show. Otherwise, <laughs> trying to attempt to fix it then just doesn't work. But it was a good effort, Tony. Yeah. Gee, thanks, Karen. I meant that seriously. I've, I've had to read his writing stuff before and try to figure it out. I understand. I don't, I don't like the way that tone <laughs> is <laughs> coming across. Testing on the new roller coaster cars has begun at New York, New York. Plans are to reopen the attraction on March 1st. It takes them that long to test cars? 
Well, I think demand isn't there. Well, that's true. <laughs> so they're they're taking their sweet ass time. And Cerveza is the newest brew pub to open in the Arts District, located two blocks southwest of Good Pie. Cerveza will feature 24 local brewers on tap. I'm glad that you said that because I read that and Cerveza. But yeah, Cerveza it, makes more sense. Yeah, it's just yeah meant to be the phonetical. It's a play on words. Yes, it is. It is clever. There it is go. clever. The Arts District, I'm telling you, future 360 Vegas bar crawl. Pub crawl, yeah. yeah. Getting ready to happen. The more you guys talk about it. The, the the more cool this place just sounds. And uh, that's right. And you really a, haven't been down there, have you? I never. No. I remember you. You took. Mm, I think my wife and I. Maybe it was Jason and I. You you generously gave me and somebody else that I don't recall a road tour. A ro- yeah. Because and you drove us. We were trying to get point. you to um. What's the uh, place that has all the the Spinettis. Spinettis. Yeah, but I think it was closed. We were going to take you down there and it wasn't open. Hmm. But yeah. I mean, that that would be a place that my wife and I would be open to trying if, you know, next time we're in town. I think we add that to your next time in town list. Right. Don't and don't. Don't and don't. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, um, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Right, Karen. So this week on the river, we've got some listener feedback. I love when we get these types of emails from from listeners. I j- it's it's a cool way to get to experience a vacation with these folks uh, and, and kind of hear what they're doing and places they're checking out that I have maybe not necessarily been to yet or or have an opportunity to experience. So um, it's a, it's pretty lengthy. So why don't we just go kind of like paragraph through paragraph yeah. and we'll just kind of chat about what uh, Mr. Jones had to say here. Absolutely. So we got an email from James Jones and he writes, I wanted to give you a quick trip report. Donnie Adams probably already did, but here goes. I stayed at Planet Hollywood. This is the first time I've stayed there. I normally stay at Harrah's or Bally's, but I enjoyed Planet Hollywood. The room was very nice and large. I stayed in the ultra resort rooms. The room, as I said, was very large with a strip view and sofa. The bathroom was very nice with a large soaker tub, large shower, and double vanity, which my wife loved. So my first comment to you, James, is simply to say, that's interesting to me. So you've gone from Harris, then to Bally's, then to Planet Hollywood, which which I'm wondering, you know, what I your I feel like age that's upgrade to upgrade to upgrade. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. Yeah. But I found as I'm getting older and older and older, I have gone from wanting to stay at Piho to wanting to stay at Bally's to being very happy staying at Harris. <laughs> <laughs> How can oh, you tell when Tony's getting old? I don't know. Like, I don't know that I'd be happy staying at at Harris if the other two were options. I, I, I'm obviously going for a bit of a joke that old man Tony here wants to like, play of Hollywood. That's so loud. Bally's is more my speed. Bally's is so loud. Harris is more my speed. So that's awesome. I, I, I know the, the type of room that he's um, uh, describing. If I know it as well as I think I do, I believe that is the uh, trip for 360 Vegas where I was the walking dead the next morning at the uh, Cosmopolitan Cabana. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think and it was. A nice large room like that, James, is exactly the kind of place you want to have to just be able to uh, regain your, your, your desire to live. So yeah. <laughs> nice room, buddy. Nice room. All right. So James continues. When we arrived, we decided we needed to get something to eat and went to Ellis Island front yard. We got the charcuterie board to share Caesar salads and meatballs with a signature cocktail for my wife and a beer for me. The meal was great. Service was wonderful. And the price was amazing around $40 without tip. I gambled a little that night at pH and my wife went to bed since she had to work the next day while gambling at heart bar. I noticed many people surprised by the drink prices when they came up to the bar to order. I overheard a few prices and noticed they are about $3 more on average per drink than the other properties, such as Bally's. Let's spot, let's spot that on. Yeah. And I think that it truly, you're paying for that quote unquote privilege to, to be getting drinks at 
at the heart bar. And don't get me wrong, James, buddy, you are obviously playing some video poker and so you're getting it all comped. But isn't it amazing that people will pay three bucks more for a cocktail? Well, first of all, that they're willing to oh, I shouldn't pay shouldn't for a cocktail. For a talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it amazing, James, that people, first of all, will even pay for cocktails when you could just do a little bit of gambling and get them comped, let alone the fact that they they want to be seen at Planet Hollywood. So they're willing to pay an additional three dollars per drink. And that's not, a, you know, an inexpensive price difference. Right. If you figure maybe you're there with a significant other and you're just buying round after round after round, you're really doing six dollars additional per round every single round just to be able to say I drank all night at, at, at Planet Hollywood. I got to say, though, my biggest uh, note here from his email of this paragraph was the fact that he got a charcuterie board, Caesar salad, yep. meatballs, yep. signature cocktail and a beer for, 40 for around $40 without. Right. Yep. That yeah. is phenomenal. That's why I just I I'm such a big fan of, of, of Ellis Island and I and I I wish more people would give them a chance. And if you're at Piho, it's literally just across. I mean, it's a, it's a big across the street, but it's across the street from where you're at. It's worth going to check out. And we haven't we haven't checked out the front yard yet. I mean, we, we kind of yeah. keep meaning to. It's on our to-do list, so we just haven't made it down there yet. But yeah, that charcuterie board and the pictures I've seen of it looks delicious. Yeah. All right. Okay. He continues. When we arrived, we decided... Uh, nope, that's the wrong one. I just read that paragraph. Let's, let's, let's scroll down a little. Friday, my wife and I went to 8 East at Circa. We arrived during happy hour and had many great items. We had the Tokyo crepe, brisket fried rice, steamed and fried ginger chicken dumplings, pork belly bao, the beef skewers, and to finish this all off, the Asian tiramisu. All these items are amazing and well worth the money. 8 East will be a regular stop in the future. I'm dying to go there. We haven't we haven't made it there yet. Yeah, I'm interested in it now. <laughs> if it, the the I, God, I love my wife for so many reasons. <laughs> Reason number like 305 of why I, I, I love my wife is because eh, 305, that's my wife's birthday if anybody cares, March 5th. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, whenever I pick a number, there's usually something like... A, connotated with that particular number when I, when I pick <laughs> it, but, uh, reason 305, why I love my wife when, when we were hanging out one night, right? Like we're just, we're sitting around, we're having drinks, probably, I don't know, watching Jeopardy cause we're old. Uh, <laughs> she said, you know what I really wish we would have done that we didn't do this past trip. And I immediately like paused the TV and I'm like, and, and perked right up. And I'm like, well, yes. well what, sweetheart? She said, I wish we would have eaten at eight East at Circa. She said, Everything on their menu just looks so good. Mm -hmm. And she follows Scott in particular on Twitter because he's he's a, a little bit of a foodie. And so she likes yeah. to kind of watch where he goes and where he'll try things. She says some of the pictures of the food that's being posted coming out of that 8 East kitchen just look outstanding. Yeah. So all the, the note here, James, that I've got next to this particular paragraph was simply great testimonial. Like mm -hmm. this was on my wife's. Um, well, I mean, he just started listing everything they had. And I'm like, yum, yum, right? yum, yum, <laughs> yum. Yes. So yep. we have to. And, and Mark's normally not um, necessarily a big Asian food eater. But I, I have a feeling that there's things there that he will try and be very happy with. If so Scott likes it. Then there's probably there's something there. There's probably a like. good chance that, yeah. I mean, the chicken skewers, you can't go wrong with that. You'll be fine with those. Yeah. But there's a couple other things I think you'd enjoy. Okay, continuing. We later met up with a group, even Donnie, I was unable to ditch him, and walked <laughs> and gambled on Fremont. The crowds seemed to be getting larger. I visit a number of times a year, which is very nice to see. Saturday, my wife and group had drinks at Cosmo with some locals. Oh, I wonder which locals those are. <laughs> this was a great time and a great conversation. We played some more at Cosmo and had dinner at Haleo. It was Angel's birthday, a person in our group, and we wanted to take her somewhere special. My wife and I had never been there before. The food was amazing. We had everything off the happy hour, chorizo, I'm not gonna say this right, carrero, the paella, and to wash this all down, I had the Spanish bramble, and Donnie had a nice glass of wine. The wife's decided to have dessert, the pan, chocolate, uh, pan con chocolate and flan. The desserts are some of the best I have ever had. 
I, I got nothing here, Karen. This is you, you and uh, you and uh, Mark may have to jump in and talk to me about the value of Haleo. You guys have oh. you guys have said very nice things about it. it, it I mean, Haleo is one of my favorite restaurants. Yeah, that's Karen and Alistair's thing. <laughs> well, you've eaten there before. Do you have stuff that you like? I've eaten at a lot of places before. That doesn't <laughs> doesn't really mean anything. I mean, Haleo is one of my favorites, and and the food is just delicious across the board. And if you haven't been, that's another one that I need to drag you to at some point because it is. And the service is fantastic. I mean, it's really just all around an awesome restaurant. So good. All right. All right. And to wrap this up, James continues. I will say the crowd coming to Vegas right now is diverse and not all the cream of the crop, but it was a lot of fun. (laughs) We had a great time. We'll be back in a few weeks. I look forward to many exciting trips. Thank you all for, thank you for all you do and all the Vegas history you're bringing us. James Jones. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. That was awesome. And he was, it was great to get a chance to meet him. Um, found out from... So we we have met his friend Donnie that he, he mentions before previously. And it turns out that James was the one that introduced Donnie to the show. Right. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah. So it was, it was fun to get a chance to meet him. And he is out here like all the time. And I was yeah, kind of awesome. like, dude, why haven't you reached out before? This would be fun. I don't right. know. But... So yeah, so now that we know he's coming out here very frequently and he's actually coming back in a couple weeks to celebrate a milestone birthday. I don't want to out anybody on how, what it is, but yeah, he's, he's going to do 21. his, exa- again, yes. Right. So, 21st, yeah. yeah, so an early happy birthday to him. I know he's going to be out here again soon, but yeah, it was great to get to meet him. Sounds like they had a, a really fun trip and it is funny because his wife doesn't gamble. Um, and so she was working, but you know, she can work from anywhere. So right. it's kind of like, all right, I'm tagging along and she works and he goes and does his thing. And so glad he had a fun trip. Yeah, that was cool. That's very cool. I, I, I just dig these because James, as I said, I, I've never been to Haleo. Uh, we didn't, we, we missed the opportunity to, to check out eight East, uh, all things considered, the front yard at, at Ellis Island is very, very new for the opportunity to get to experience that. So these are all places I've never been, but I sure love your your testimonials about these places. They, oh, As I've said many, many times, people, the best part about Las Vegas is it's a rarity. Do you ever finish all of the items on your I want to go check out list when you're in Vegas? But the best part is you're always adding new shit to that list. So right, you're never right. you never will have a trip to Vegas uh, where you have nothing on your I really want to experience this thing, whether it's brand new f- for, you know, for the first time, like maybe say a Haleo or something that you've done a handful of times, but you really dig and you want to go back and do it again. <clears throat> Mob Museum. So, <laughs> uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on uh, uh, Mr. Jones's email? Otherwise, no. I'll close out. Just, no. just thank him for sharing. And again, it was great to meet him. All right. Well, that's going to do it then for episode number three hundred and fifty-four. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, much like James did, please, please do so. You can do it written or audio. And you can send it over to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I am at 360VegasKaren. You just told you where you can find me. So until next time, 